What is up? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Do you have a hard time finding quiet? Do you feel like there's just noise constantly all around you? Do you have a hard time being quiet? Do you always interrupt people? Today you're in luck because we're going to talk about how to be quiet. I'm Danny here, my buddy Randy. What's up, Randy? Yo, Danny. You know, you I find, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I find myself in these situations all the time where I'm like, why can't people be freaking quiet? Like I'll be out in nature yeah. and their phones going bzz, 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 every five seconds or I'll be at a meditation retreat and somebody just like literally every time or in an exercise class. And every time somebody thinks that the goal is to be the loudest breather possible. And so it's like, clearly it's a practice for meditation, but like, yeah. Sometimes I think learning how to be quiet could be useful. They're there to and help for me, you also try and find it, try and find that emptiness, right? <laughs> yeah. And for me, it's like how to quiet the mind because, you know, there's no problem until I start going like this in my mind about them breathing so loud. You know, it is funny you mentioned that too, because I was thinking about that. You know, it is like it's, the quiet is both external and internal because like, you know, that's my hard thing too, is also shutting off like the internal dialogue and keeping it from just running really fast even though i'm not verbalizing it right and that's you know yeah. because like because like so much i want to go up to them and be like shut the f up but then <laughs> i say to myself i'm like okay i can tell them to shut the f up once i shut the f up in between my ears oh wow so never mm. yeah it's hard yeah. i know right <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right so we have some Tips for you. We each have three points to try and help you be quiet. I'm starting. So my first one is actually scheduled time for quiet. Uh, this is actually helpful because I think like no screens, no distractions, you know, just no people. Just give yourself like 10 minutes where you try to be quiet. And, you know, I think when I try to do this, I think, you know, it's hard at first. It always is. You know, your brain will keep going. Maybe it feels weird because you're used to having screens on or you used to having TV on in the background or something in the background. So it might seem weird. It might feel long. But after a while, I think it just gives you a chance to, to unwind. And you can actually, I think we need that quiet time to like solve problems and to like figure out our day. It gives us a chance to kind of reflect on ourselves. Yeah, it's a really great one because it gives you a chance to get that perspective that you need to decompress from everything that's going on in the world. Because most people are just going from like one calamity to the next nonstop <laughs> from the moment they wake up until the moment they like pass out because they're so tired from scrolling Instagram before they go to bed. And a constant like stream of just distractions, you know, that keeps you from actually like really like recognizing anything all day. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great one. So uh, my first one for how to be quiet is take 10 breaths. So like most of us, we breathe automatically, maybe some sometimes we meditate or something. <laughs> yeah, hopefully <laughs> those of us who are alive listening to this podcast yeah. breathe pretty automatically. Uh, but most of us aren't very intentional about breathing. And uh, there was something that I read about, like when you get sniped at, one of the best things you can do is just take 10 deep breaths before reacting. And that's like, because I, I can be someone who's so quick to anger sometimes. And mm -hmm. I actually, I actually stopped drinking recently because like I noticed that when I was drunk, I would just be <laughs> like, like short fuse. And I did not like that person. So I was no like, filter. okay, forget, forget yeah. alcohol. <laughs> yeah. But like, the that taking the 10 breaths because yes it's about the breaths because when you take those 10 breaths it gets oxygen to your brain and you can start stop and you can stop acting like a neanderthal but like also it just gives you that pause but between action and reaction so you can choose to respond instead of just react 
Yeah, they say that's actually useful too for like all different situations, just to give yourself time to think too. So you can actually respond like intelligently. Like, you know, if somebody asks you a question, you know, or if you're unsure, it gives you a chance to kind of get your thoughts together. But like you said too, if you're angry, it gives you a chance to kind of just get things, you know, back to a regular level before you kind of respond to people. That is a go. And I like that because I think, you know, it is important. They talk about that too with our, um, our, our implicit biases and trying to overcome them as well by using breathing and giving ourselves like a 10 second or 50 second or 20 second pause, I think, before making a decision. Hmm. Yeah, so and it's, it's a help. tricky thing. Like, I'm very curious right now if I have become a more quick to anger person or if I'm just developing a greater sensitivity towards detecting it. Like, because there's there's really no way to tell. Like, nobody's told yeah. me that I'm, like, very quick to anger, but I've just noticed it a lot recently. And I was like, geez, that's like, I don't like that part of my personality. That's like a scratchy part of my personality. Let's try yeah. and buff that out. You know, it's funny, though. Like, I, I noticed when I used to drive a lot, you know, I used to get so angry at people driving. But like, a lot of times it would just be in my head. You know what I mean? Like, yelling, like, in my head, but not out loud. <laughs> God, like, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's but, like, crazy. So I think, like, comes out yeah. There. I didn't like it, though. It sucks because it makes you, you know, it ruins the rest of your day and everything. It makes you, like, you're you know, your blood pressure spikes probably, I'm sure. And it's like, it's terrible. And, you know, nobody wants to be that person either. The person that just flips out all the time. So yeah, it's a really helpful way to kind of combat that too. Um, my second one is actually um, find a hobby you can lose yourself in. So here I was thinking like, you know, this could be anything like photography, painting, hiking, whatever, you know, anything that you can go do that you enjoy so much that you can do alone, you know, with preferable or with others, but like something you can just, you enjoy that you just kind of like zone out when you're doing, you're just kind of in the zone, enjoying it, having fun, no pressure, no like stakes attached to it. I think it's a great way to find quiet and to help you start to see the benefit of it. That's, that is a really great one. And I know you've mentioned before how like not enough people have hobbies because everybody thinks that <laughs> if you're not making money from your hobby, it's not worthwhile, yeah. but it's like, there's such a benefit to just having hobbies that maybe you're embarrassed to tell people about. Maybe it costs you more money than it's worth. Like, but it's something that you enjoy. And that's really, I mean, really, what's the point of working so hard and making all this money if you're not going to enjoy your life? Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, and they're fun. It's a, it's a fun way too to like, I don't know. I always like hobbies too, because it's like, it's a few things like I will spend money on, but like, I really like, I know I'm going to get back a return for what I'm spending on because it's something I'm going to use, you know, for like a long time. Whereas like a lot of stuff we buy, right, it just sits on a shelf, never gets touched. And then you regret the purchase like immediately. Those mm -hmm. things, I think, even if you do spend a little money, it's something that's like really worthwhile and, and helpful for you through your life, you know, it makes it better. Yeah, you can definitely, you can palpably feel that the money was an investment in yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. So my second one for how to be quiet is sit in nature. And this is intentionally sit in nature. Because mm. I know a lot of times I've talked about walking through nature, and that's great. But I think there's like a whole nother level when you actually sit in nature. And you just stop there. And you like observe what's going on. Like one, of, I really like the 23rd Psalm because it talks about uh, he makes me lie down in green grasses. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. And it's <laughs> just really like, nice there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just like, it makes sense because every time I go lay down in green grasses or go besides quiet waters, it always refreshes my soul. So it's like, 
the answer's right there. I just got to go actually sit in nature and not just not just walk past it and snap a photo for Facebook and then keep going. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's funny, too, because, like, I think we're, we need it, too. Like, we're, we are natural. We're animals. Like, we totally forget it or pretend like we're not all the time. And, you know, we can go we can go a, a very long time without actually ever going in nature like properly in nature not just like you know in town or something but like actually in nature it's amazing how hard it is sometimes to do that and i think you're right like actually sitting in it like my favorite thing to do is go on like a hike and then find like a spot like a, a lake or something and just sit and hang out for a minute and enjoy it and it makes it so much better to take that time too to just not just keep pushing through it. like you gotta it's something you gotta get done but something you can actually just take your time with and i think it does it helps it kind of gets us back to like remembering that there's a world around us <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely it isn't all advertisements anyway <laughs> my uh last one is routine i think this is important too like it's important to find quiet if you want to be quiet but you also have to make it part of your day and i think you know this can be just like you know finding time to meditate taking a daily walk giving yourself time to go sit on a bench somewhere in a park something like that anything where you're just you're not connected to technology. You're not using anything. You're just sitting, giving yourself a chance just to kind of relax. That's, but make it part of the day. Yeah, I, that's really important because it, it adds so much value to your day and it like gives your day space, especially if you have a very busy schedule. Like I remember when I was working as a vet at this one place that I was working at, there was a nice little uh, lake that you could drive your car in like right to the edge of the lake. And oh, nice. whenever... I would always go if I had time before work, even just five minutes or almost always on the way back from work, I would just pull in there and just stop and just like let go of all my troubles. Like just let them go into the water and be like, okay, that's cool. I know my day sucks. I know this week's going to be terrible. I know things are busy and my boss hates me and all this stuff. But you know what? (laughs) I'm sitting right here at the lake and there are like the reeds going in the water and there are some ducks taken off. And it's like, it's okay for right now. So I can take this. Yeah, you know, that's a really good one too. And a good example where like, people don't do it enough where I think quiet's important to like reset yourself before you go to the next thing. Because like so many people I know like have problems at home with their relationships or with their kids or with whatever because they bring their anger from work home and then it gets misdirected at people around them because they can't, they can't tell their boss to go F off or they can't, you know, they can't express it clearly at work because they'll get fired or they'll get in trouble. So it ends up just going home with them. And then you, you know, you, you kind of let it go wherever it is easiest. Right. And, you know, you don't need to take it out on people. So it's easier to kind of reset if that's the case, give that's, yourself a chance. That's such a great point. Zig Ziglar has a story. Uh, it's like a five minute story. So clearly I can't tell the whole thing, but basically there's a boss who gets a speeding ticket on the way back to the office. He gets angry at the secretary. The secretary gets angry at the other person in the office. The other person in the office takes it home, gets angry at her kid. Uh, and then the kid gets angry at the cat and kicks the cat. And moral is, so Zig's like, wouldn't it have been easier if the boss just went to their house and kicked the cat himself? <laughs> <laughs> it's way less people involved. Yeah, yeah it's right? like, you know, getting rid of it before it becomes a problem or other people's yeah. problems. Yeah, sometimes it, sometimes it's skillful to remember that when somebody's just being troublesome, you know, whose cat are they kicking, you know? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, so my last one for how to be quiet. Uh, so I've been meditating for a long time. You and I both have been meditating yeah. for a long time. 
it wasn't until recently because like meditation is hard nobody wants to do it everybody thinks they're doing it wrong takes a long time blah 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 well i've known about wim hof method for a few years i started doing regularly between like three and six months ago and dude it's like everything you ever wanted from meditation you can get it from wim hof method way quicker and it's just like and it's and it's like insane how it just quiets the mind after like five minutes insane because everybody goes into meditation hoping for a quiet mind and what they get is their mind going and they're like i'm doing it wrong because my mind's going a mile a minute but like wim hof is something where actually you sit down you do the breathing for five minutes and your mind's quiet and it's just like wow it is funny because it does like (laughs) regular meditation does take a crazy long time to get to the point where you can quiet your mind very quickly like I can now, but it took forever. Like it did take a long time, but th- I mean, I'm thankful that like the uh, the instruction I had on it was that it was okay that your mind was racing. So like it kind of made sense and it would slowly work itself out. But like, yeah, it, take, it does take a long time. And I get why people get frustrated because, you know, you feel like you want, people usually go into it with the mentality that they want to see those results soon, unfortunately. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, I've heard you've been talking about it a lot too. So I've been meaning to, I got to try it soon. I keep yeah, dude, telling it's, it's something where, you know, I'm of the I'm of the mentality where I'm willing to try anything out for a few weeks, see yeah. how it works. And things that things that work, I keep doing them. And this is just something that's like every time I'm just like, wow, crazy, amazing. Yeah, that's a great mentality too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So there you have it. How to how to be quiet. Hopefully you can find some quiet in your day and start to find, you know, yourself and balance. You know, if you guys like this, uh, please like, subscribe, and share. It helps us out a lot. Check us out on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back later with a full-length episode. And until then, later, Randy. Later, Danny.